Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Bell the Bell with Bobby Blaze. This is Season 4, Episode 8. I guess it's our housekeeping episode, Bobby. Yeah, man. I think it's Episode number 74. We're just going to do some catching up. And I just got back from the river, Jeremy. I got to tell you, I've been down at the river. There's a couple places you go here in town. Mm-hmm. And I went for a little ride this morning, and I, I went down by the park and a pond and stuff. And then I went down by the river. But you know what? I was thankful for I didn't see any bodies. I did not find any bodies oh. in the river. So yeah, that, I wasn't that, looking for them, but uh, there were no bodies in Ohio this morning. Well, apparently there might be one in the Chattahoochee somewhere. So I hear, what'd you think about that, man? Jesus Christ, what? Okay, that was the first time he made a person disappear, but it was not the first time he made his career disappear. What the hell is going on with Marty Gennetti? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I trending for, and I I looked, I was like, oh my goodness, no, he didn't, man. I guess, like I said, off the air, I, I wasn't sure how far far less following through, but I I saw on TMZ was where I saw it and. You said the FBI are getting involved. That was the last I had heard. I imagine what they have to do is they have to see if 47-year-old missing person cases or bodies yeah. that were found or, you know, I mean, because, you know, you can say whatever, like, <laughs> an episode of Beavis and Butthead, he's like, I killed a whole bunch of people once and they traced the murder back to 20 <laughs> years before he was born, you know. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to well, make sure there's our, actually a crime. Well, I I went down the river in 1976 also, and I was about that's the summer I turned 13. But I assure you, I was not down there trying to hide any bodies. <laughs> and our uh, our one bowling alley that we had back then was close to the river, so you could have you could have actually pulled it off down here maybe in Kentucky. I don't know. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but I wasn't trying to hide any bodies. I know yeah. that. Well, it's it's like uh, every few years he puts something on social media where you just go like, dude. Dude, what what are you doing? What is going on with you? He's also writing a book, see? So oh. that may have been some good... I don't know. I just was thinking if you throw something like that, that's pretty serious to throw out there. Yeah. If, if you people aren't in the know, uh, the professional I was speaking off there, I guess, I guess it's been about three or four years ago because I was on Facebook at the time. He posted about he met this girl, and I guess it was his daughter. Wasn't that the last... One or, of the crazy or, ones or, or, or could have been his daughter. Could have been, yeah, something yeah. like that. And uh, he was contemplating some things. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, he's writing a book, so that, that makes for a good, you know, depending okay. on how many people interact with it and stuff. I know, you know, you get some ideas, you put a little story. I, on my first book, I was throwing little things out on Facebook to some friends about a few stories I'd heard. One of them was a guy. Um, who had been arrested down in uh, around Covington, Kentucky, a uh, wrestling manager. And um, he said he, he went to court dressed as a girl. He was a, he was a cross-dresser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thought it would help his, his sentence and stuff. And he was telling me a really crazy story. And I knew the guy. He was a professional wrestler manager. And I thought about putting that in there. And I thought, no, that might be, you know, too embarrassing, whatever. And, and he asked me not to. But yeah. uh, I threw it out as a story. I made, you know, made some story around it. And uh, a couple people said, yeah, put that in there, put that in there. But then when I talked to him, he was like, eh, better not, you know. I was thinking, yeah, I wouldn't put anything that, I, you know, I made his story good in the book, even though a lot of people don't like him. I talked to people, so I was like, maybe I better not put it in there. He was a cross-dresser, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, like I said, he was a year older than me, and it makes me want to think of, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I promised myself I wouldn't Happy cry. Happy birthday, the professor. Happy birthday to you. If you're listening to this, folks, by the time you get this, the professor's birthday is on Monday, and you'll be listening to this probably on Tuesday. Wish Jeremy, the professor, Vilmer. At the Geekish Cast on Twitter, a happy birthday. Uh, well, thank you. Happy well, birthday. 
Well, I thank you, everybody. I I do appreciate it. Yeah, this this birthday's gonna suck. You know, I, I recently just got dumped as I'm going through a divorce from somebody else during a quarantine. So I'm literally gonna go to work and then come home alone and probably you know sit quietly in the dark and weep. But um, you You're know, not come home to your futon. Uh oh, Bobby, I I got rid of the futon. <laughs> okay, yeah, we ribbing you about that. I figured you got rid of it by now. Man. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, the real yeah. joke is right. I, I never, that? I never had a futon. <laughs> that was that was uh, some, that was some shit that just got away from me. Kind of like the story of killing a guy at a bowling alley. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hide this body. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, it's that thing. I think. You know, the guy was like being interviewed. Marty Jannetty was being interviewed, and he just got he got his fucking head out over his skis, is what he did. You know, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You, you run in your fucking mouth. You know, you're not thinking about it. Look, we record this show live weekly without scripts. Typically, you start running your mouth sometimes, and, and there's shit coming out of your mouth before you even realize you said something. You know, like when I go back yeah. and edit, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking when I said that? <laughs> I know we got some good stuff coming up for uh, starting next week. We're going back into our top ten list, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Uh, yes, we uh, are. We'll start off season five in the next week or two, we'll say, folks. Just so you know, we're just doing a catch-up. As a professor calls it a house-cleaning episode this week, we're going to talk about a few more things, uh, maybe tell a few more jokes or, or whatever else. But when we start season five, our first episode is going to be back into our top ten uh, type format. And yeah. we hope you've liked these other formats, by the way. Yeah, um, I got some comments and people liked them, but I, I mean, at, at this point, we were definitely known for our top tens, I think. Yes. Uh, that being said, I did see back during our initial run, I did find on a few uh, forums where we were listed like in like the top 10 or 15 of a couple different people who were listening to wrestling podcasts. Two of them were like, I don't know about the top 10 format. It might get old. So yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, so I mean, we we hit on the top ten format. What four episodes in? I think is where we yeah were four like, or five something like yeah that. yeah something came up. I don't know which one we done first. I know we done D Dusty Piper and JYD all pretty close to each other. Yeah, and uh, but we hit on one. It might have been I don't know what happened but anyway. We, that was one of our earlier ones. That, actually, you know what? It's, it's number four. You're right, and it was Dusty. It just hit me because for so long that was our most popular episode. That's yeah, that's what it was. That's right. It was number four, and folks. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to episode uh, season one, episode four. The one on Dusty Roads, that was the one we really started our first 10, and that, that forever, uh, for several months, was our number one uh, podcast at that time. That's right. Yeah, that good was Good recall, one. Bobby. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was good, because I, you know, I was trying to figure out when we started that, because I know when we started, we were kind of kind of groping around trying to figure out what format we were going to use, yeah. and, and that top 10, it clicked. It clicked, um, yeah. Yeah, it just seemed to work. So we're going to go back to that. You want to tell them what we're going to cover episode one of season five? Okay, I guess I will. Bruiser Brody. We're going to do top ten reasons we love Bruiser Brody. Yeah. I think it'll be great. I think so. And I think our audience especially will be uh, keyed into a Bruiser Brody yeah. episode. Yeah. I think we have seven of the eight slots filled. We're going to do it several top tens. I'm not going to mention the other people other than Brody, but I will say this. We're going to do 
As far as we know, the schedule, I'm not giving it to you in order because I'm going off the top of my head, not my notes. As Jeremy said, a lot of this is unscripted, but we're going to be doing a top 10 on um, enhancement talent. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Andy or Jeff uh, sent that in one time before, and we've kept putting it off, but I think it's time we do some enhancement talent. I know we're going to do, um, at this point possibly, TV shows or comedies. I'm not sure which what we decided or both. And then also we're going to do movies. And other than that, they were going to be um, some other wrestlers we think you'd enjoy our our podcast audience. Uh, if you have someone you want to hear us do a top ten on, send it in to us. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at BobbyBlaze744. You can reach the professor on Twitter at the Geek is Cast. Or you can hit up the joint account, which is Bell to Bell Blaze. All those are on Twitter. And I know Jeremy has a uh, Facebook uh, group page you can hit up also under Bell to Bell Bobby Blaze. I think our we've got every segment covered out of eight that we're going to do. I think we've got seven of them. And we have an idea. We've talked about this before, about a guest possibly. Mm -hmm. We just haven't confirmed who it's going to be. I know we've talked to a couple people. And we're just kind of, one of them we're waiting to hear back on. One of them can go anytime. But we're really not sure what we're going to do yet. But we have 78 slots filled, as far as we know, on top 10 for starting starting next week or two. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I, I know we got a handful of guys that work the indies scene out there. Um, if you would be interested in coming on for an interview, or you know somebody who would be, go ahead and hit us up as well, because... Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, one of the things that I used to do on Geekish Cast, I used to do a lot of inter Well, you know this. I used to do a lot of interviews. And I enjoyed the interview thing, and I wouldn't mind occasionally working one into the show if it makes sense. We about did one when all these people were, all these claims and, and Me Too or whatever, and we had a, we had someone lined up, and we decided not to touch that. Uh, and we just went around it this season, and it was it was hot there for a couple of weeks. Everyone was exposing someone and this and that. We had a guest want to come on and wasn't want to share names, but tell about some of her stories, and we just held off on that. And I'm, I'm kind of glad we did. It was a personal friend of mine, and um, so and she does the indie scene, and I was just like, yeah, maybe we better not touch that right now. But that's a good idea. Uh, you know, you've heard some guys on our show before that from FTC. You know, we've had your favorite person, Jock Sampson, here. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, Casey King. I know we've got some bumpers uh, from uh, up at a show in Madison. There was uh, Ron Mathis on here. Chance Prophet was on here uh, talking about when we did the COVID episode. So, yeah, uh, there's some pretty big indie stars out there. And I know you actually interviewed Robbie V. He's a friend of the show, yep. uh, Robbie Vegas. And um, so, yeah, if someone wants to come on, you want the professor, you know, to interview him, um, you know, interview you, then just let us know. Hit us up there on Twitter. is probably the best way to get a hold of me. Um, but also, I just thought of this. We had the one guest we had was um, William Harding. Hope he's doing okay. Um, the day he caught it, we interviewed uh, where he lives at, I guess, is more flat in Kentucky. And they was having a huge-ass windstorm. And then we were having one here where I live, and it's a little bit hilly and some hills around my area. And I was like, through that, it turned out okay, but Jeremy and I had a hard time trying to talk through Skype uh, to William that day because it was so much wind here in Kentucky. Yeah. It was coming through both of our speak or both of our microphones, Williams and myself, and that's just really funny. But but we have had a guest on here, um, and it's not that we're opposed to guests. There's been several times we've just decided not to have a guest on here. So anyway, with that said, maybe, as Professor said, he'll get you on here. Who knows? We're yeah. leaving a space open as of right now. Uh, for the next, when we say next season, meaning the next few weeks, we're going to start back, as mentioned. So what else is going on, man? Fuck. 
Oh, uh, got to get one of those in there. Sorry. <laughs> Let's do this real quick. Let me uh, plug Anchor FM real quick here. So as far as what else is going on, let me see here. I've been watching a whole lot of crazy matches here lately, and I made my grandson watch a couple with me the other day, and he hasn't really watched a lot of pro wrestling. He had a couple questions for me. He asked, is is wrestling practice for friends? I said, yeah, kind of, kind of. And then when we were watching an Undertaker-Jeff Hardy match, he goes, are you supposed to punch during wrestling? And I said, no. no. <laughs> You're not supposed to, but they don't do anything about it typically. Yeah, rules. Got to yeah. follow the rule book or yeah. you're a cheater. Exactly. Then he asked me how I got my wrestling belt. He is now. Oh, no, you yeah. did. No, I didn't. You I did, didn't. Did, I, did I you didn't. work him? <laughs> I thought about it for you a moment. Three time champion, too, man. Three time NWA champion. That's right. I, I thought about it for a moment, uh, but I did not do it. I did not. Because um, I realized one time years ago that you could teach a kid some stupid shit. Like, like you could teach them that the number four is blue. You know, and they would never know. They just grow up with, like, all the wrong information. So I figured that was probably yeah. wrong. But I did tell him I was two-time NWF champion. So, you know. There whatever. you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I um, I had a couple of things I want to run by you. First of all, I hope everyone enjoyed last week's uh, top we, – we did the top five uh, champions of uh, WWF slash WWF slash E. And um, I was going to ask you personally, because we were able to talk about this. I thought that show turned out better than what we – you know, cause we, we – I don't know if we browbeat it or just kind of – we're not the hugest, you know, WWE fans, but I wanted to ask you, we did the pre-NWA, NWA, and the AWA. I'm telling you, I, I, I want to ask you, which one of those did you think you had the most fun with? I know you've done a lot of research on them, and, and I'm having a hard time deciding if I enjoyed, I really don't know. I don't know if I enjoyed the NWA one or the W or AWA one more. I really enjoyed both of those, the research and, and the history and stuff. What, which one did you get the most joy out of? So be, because of um, you know research I had done before we restarted Bell to Bell, I was enjoying the pre-NWA stuff myself. Okay. But that's where Fair I've been enough. spending a lot of time doing research. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, you know, everyone probably knows we're more NWA than anything, and we both also watched, you know, a lot of AWA, and I know you're a huge Bachwinkle fan, and, mm -hmm. all that, and that line was kind of straight. Like we said, it was just a few, you know, select people that, you know, we had to choose from in that, but I enjoyed I enjoyed both of those podcasts a lot, and I hope that the, the fans, the feedback I got, um, you know, it was like a history lesson. A lot of people really uh, uh, put it over to me. You know, they enjoyed those episodes. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad they did. And I'm glad I do it. I want to tell you again publicly that, you know, I appreciate the hard work you put into them. So you like the pre-NWA the pre stuff the best, you think. Yeah, and, and maybe that's just now kind of thing. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's what I enjoyed. Okay, cool. Cool. What else is happening, man? Let's see. We want to make a podcast. We're making a podcast. <laughs> It's our obligation and duty to keep these names out there from the yeah. past. So many people for the years to come, right, Professor? That's we keep it. these names out there for a reason. Like Brody, we'll talk about him next week, you know. So we got to keep them names out there, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I did come across some kind of cool stuff as I was going. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What you got for me? Well, so, you know, not, not necessarily any of the titles we were specifically talking about there, but the person who has, as far as I can find, the most simultaneous title reigns in pro wrestling anywhere is Ultimo Dragon with 10 
simultaneous titles. So like three or four in Mexico, two or three in Japan, yep. a couple here. Okay, how'd that spread out? Was I was close? Uh, no, you're you're pretty close because I think there was okay. like I think that was. Um, that's the way it was, meaning simultaneously held these championships. All at the right? same time, yeah. WCW yeah. cruiserweight title, I think, was in there. Okay, um, that makes sense. Yeah, um, I mean, there was just you know there was just a smattering of them. Of course, there were things like you know middle middleweight titles because. Other countries still have weight classes in wrestling. Yeah. In, in some cases, you know. Yeah, I remember seeing a picture of him with several belts back when he was in WCW. So that, that's probably what it was: two or three, four maybe in Japan, two or three, four, whatever it was in in Mexico, and and you know one or two here in the U.S. or or maybe somewhere else. Or maybe it could have been you know, like I said, a combination of light heavyweight or middleweight uh, belts. What else was on the list there? Um, Okay. Um, but the one I was shocked by the, the guy here in the States that's closest to him or here in the Western world is Austin Aries who had mm. six or seven titles simultaneously. Yeah. And he's a bit of a I dick. <laughs> so I don't know well, how he did say, that. Get, I was going to say, you know what? Vegetarians are going to die too, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I'm a meat eater. I don't know. Well, um, but, uh, you know, as far as all that stuff goes, whatever. But that, that thing whatever. he did. No, no, I was make, trying to make a joke. Yeah. Trying to make a joke. Because I that... wasn't going to, you know, I was going to actually say something about Jushin Liger. But go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just going to say, you know, I know Austin Aries has a bad reputation. I don't normally really care about that shit because it doesn't affect my life. But that right, shit, right. that shit he pulled with uh, John Hannigan or uh, Johnny Mundo or Johnny Nitro yeah. or whatever, whatever he's going by, whatever promotion that was. Where he took, he he got the fall, but then he no sold and walked out of the ring, flipping the audience. He's done off. it twice, actually. I think he may have even done it more, but I know of twice he's done it uh, to, to people. And I, I I don't like that either. But um, and I've met him a couple of times, and and you know whatever. So anyway, I was gonna say Jushin Liger though. Um, I was over in Australia with him, man, and I had the honor of uh, watching him work live. You know, every friggin' night, it was it was unreal. Um, what a tremendous talent um, he was. And he, I tell you, man, every on that tour, of course, he, he, I've seen him. I had been a fan because I'd seen some Japanese stuff when I was at Malenko's and I liked his gimmick, mm-hmm. but, um, I'd seen some tapes, but then when you're watching someone like that work live and, and he's in it through Malenko brothers and, and, and Benoit and some, just some, whether it was singles or whether it tags and how they mixed it up. Um, it was just amazing because, because those guys are athletes. I mean, Liger was just an incredible athletic wrestler you know yeah and uh, i got to really enjoy those uh those nights um because they usually went on semi or yeah semi remain usually um because there's some wwf guys on the, on the card too but i was always you know in the first maybe three through five matches or something like that first night I was opening match so i got to watch a lot of you know watch their matches pretty much every night and it was a pleasure to see him um juice and liger yeah Oh yeah, he was. So he, yeah, he was a hell, a hell of a wrestler. But yeah, he, apparently he is the guy who lost one of the titles out of the J Crown um, conglomeration of titles. But okay, you know, all of this got started because um, I made another discovery, and I, it turns out I'm the only person who didn't know this. But um, so I watched a Japanese match Friday night between Keiji uh, Muto and uh, <laughs> Mas- Masachono, right? Uh-huh. And Muto, man, his his wrestling was really similar in a lot of ways to the great Muda, because <laughs> it turns out they're the same person, and I just never caught on or knew it yeah. somehow. Yeah. yeah. 
But, um, <laughs> but yeah, KG Muto comes out and he's got nine belts on. He's got like, you know, a bunch around his waist and kind of, a couple slung on him like bandoliers for bullets. It looks pretty badass, honestly. You That's know? cool, man. Yeah. Cool. Um, I was going to put a side note out here real quick, just for our, our wrestling fans. And I, I think I've mentioned this name before. If you, if you don't already, there's a guy, um, Mike Mooneyham, try mm-hmm. to follow him at, on Twitter. He's at Mike Mooneyham. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan, he's got a weekly column in the, um, it's in, uh, the South Carolina, the, um, uh, journal, carrier journal and post. I can't think of it. Anyway, just follow at Mike Mooneyham on uh, Twitter there. And I, every Sunday, uh, you can get them on Saturday nights also, but usually it's released. I'll save mine to Sunday mornings. There's some real good reads on. I read one recently about the Sheik. Um, he he dove into his career. Um, he's had several articles about Flair while we was doing the NWA. I, you know, I was reading some of the articles of yep. that uh, because I was trying not to get, as we know, you do sometimes you get something off Wikipedia and you're like, let's get something, you know, more fresh or maybe something not, you know, not heard of or known too much but anyway yeah he's a good follow uh, if you get a chance to uh to read some of his columns um huge wrestling fan and a, a really great ambassador for the sport of professional wrestling he also has a book called final bell i think i i could be wrong i think it's called final bell i know my brother has written him he's trying to get an autographed copy um not trying to not trying to plug you a book this week. I'm going to plug mine in just a second. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm looking forward to reading that book. And we talked off air. I'm looking forward still. Uh, Sparks told me to not hold off. But I'm I'm actually reading Oliver Stone's book right now, Chasing the Light. And um, I'm reading Ron Fuller's book, um, Brutus. So I'm reading one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And uh, anyway, as I was going to say, uh, Sparks told me not to hold off on getting the grappler by Lenny D- Lynn, Lynn Denton, and I'm going to get that pretty soon, too, as we was talking off there. So, uh, And with that said, let me give a shout-out before I do a book plug, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, Nate, uh, Nate, our good friends over at Wide Men Can't Jump. Hello, Tim. Hello, TR. Nate had texted me last night, um, and he showed me his bookcase, and that's a pretty good picture. And um, he has some suggestions on there. But um, anyway, we get back to pushing some books uh we may give you some more suggestions, some more links and stuff like that, like we've given out in the past. But if you've read something good here recently, hell, like I said, send it to us, man. Hit us up at the Bell to Bell or at Bobby Blaze 744 at the Geekish Cast. With that said, Jeremy, should I do a book plug? Uh, yeah, please do. Get a drink of water there. Yep, I have some books on Amazon. Got a couple hardbacks, uh, hard copies, print editions, if you will. And I got some ebooks on there on Amazon. But if you'd like to help the show out, we get a little bit of kickback. And I mean, it's a little bit, guys. Yeah. Um, but if you want to get my first book, which is Pin Me, Pay Me, Have Boostful Travel, just go to tinyurl.com slash blazebook1. And I'll take you right to the link. Uh, my second book is uh, I Kicked Out on Two, The Educational Wrestler. The easiest way to get that is go to tinyurl dot com slash blaze book two it's that simple um i'll have a smile on my face jeremy will probably get a little bit of a smile on his face i don't know if he will or not um but uh you know he gets a little bit of money into his affiliate account and i get a little bit of money in my amazon account so we appreciate that very much and like i said the show gets a little bit of kickback out of it too so we appreciate that very much and that's that's pretty much other than having anchor uh fm you know we're we have no revenue coming in, but we're not sitting here. We're making things happen. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're finally making some things happen. I'll say that, right, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, 
uh, we we are trying to you know expand the reach of the show, and we're trying to yes. you know generate some revenue so we can you know advertise the show and you know kind of monetize on some things and blah blah blah. Um, but you know more importantly, we just want to make sure you guys have a good show to listen to. Right. Right. But uh, but <clears throat> send us, send us money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? On that, uh, I want to. I would like to do this. Um, on that Anchor FM, and Professor, yes. you straighten me out if I'm wrong. There's a microphone. Someone leave us a see. Leave us a message on there. Uh, and if you don't want to leave a message, I think there's a way on there you can sponsor for 99 cents or 4.99. Is that correct? That just um, hit me. I'm, since we said send us money, or you can send us money. If everyone you know of our followers uh, sent us a dollar, we'd put it right back in advertising. We'd have five dollars. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. Uh, we only anyway. need five real fans. That's it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, no, but isn't there a microphone or if someone leave us a message, not, you know, like, uh, you know, Bobby sucks or something, that's fine. Uh, maybe I do, maybe I don't. It's none of your damn business. But no, leave us, uh, that's based off an old uh, review I got on Amazon. Speaking of reviews, we got another review I think you said on iTunes. Uh, uh, yeah. Feel free to leave us a uh, review of this show or a show we've done in the past. We'd appreciate that very much. Uh, I appreciate all reviews as an author. On the books I get, it does help authors, you know, um, sell more books if they get a good review. And all I ask for in a review is uh, a fair and honest review. You know, don't have to be a one. It don't have to be a five. Just just how you feel about the book or books. Appreciate that very much. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to hear someone get on there on that Anchor FM and, and cut a promo or or tell us how good we're doing. Or, like I said, if you want to tell us we suck, that's fine, too. I but then Professor can also incorporate that into the show. So there's you a chance to be heard on the show. That, yeah. That's what I'm looking. I'd like for that to happen. I guess what I'm saying. So would I, and I guess we should probably just promote that more often. And um, yeah, you know, yeah. we should probably ask everybody. You know, hey, tell your friends about the show. You know, if if you like what you're hearing, you know, somebody else who's into old school wrestling or anything else we're talking about. Uh, if you if you could, you know, help us out, go let your friends know, uh, rate and review us wherever you listen to us at. That would be fantastic. Um, you know, we're we're just trying to grow the show, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like I said, I'm not trying to push this, but I want to say it. Uh, I'm Jeremy's already sent me a, a link to the Brody deal. So we're going to be doing some research this week on, like I said, on Bruiser Brody. It's going to be a back to our top 10 format. So I would like to say, you know, I've already given out our, our Twitter accounts and, and right there on the uh, anchor. If you've got one of your top 10, we already come up a couple just off the top of our head. I'm sure people listening right now, they already know like probably four or five, or maybe they already got their 10 favorite reasons they love Brody. Go ahead and send them to us as well. I'd be appreciative too, because way I do my research, and, and Jeremy can tell you how he does his, I go by memory first. Okay, I said, oh, yeah, I remember seeing this match, blah, 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 or the met this person, whatever. And then I go by, okay, I'll talk to a couple people, professor being one, maybe my brother, maybe an uncle, maybe a friend just that I know are wrestling fans or, or old school fans. And um, then I start into, okay, let me research and see, because I might have a date off, you know, a year off, or or the person they actually beat that day or, or whatever it was. But uh, then Jeremy does his research, and I'll let him tell you his way. And I'll have, out of 10, I might have 15 or 16, maybe as many as 20 people on, on my list or ideas for a top 10. And then we start back and forth once Jeremy has done his. What do you do before we get down to that? And then you can tell him how we get that final 10. So we hope you like our top 10, but you don't have to always agree with them. 
<laughs> no, you don't. And and if you don't agree, that'd be a good time to hit us up on Twitter or go leave a message yes. for us. Um, so, yeah, we kind of – so when we do this, we kind of both – we might talk about it ahead of time and, you know, kind of say, oh, hey, this has to be in there. Oh, hey, that has to be in there. But a lot of times we just kind of go off to our own corners and come up with, like, five or six things on our own, then get together and go, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. well, okay, this one has to be in there, but your idea for that sucks. They get that out of yeah. here. You know, so we'll, you know, that's a lot of how we'll do that. Um, but recently we had discovered Google docs. Um, and yeah. if, if you're doing anything collaborative with somebody, I got to tell you, this is a hell of a way to do it because it updates in real time. You know, me and Bobby live across the country from each other, basically. Yeah. And, and I love the way that you've been doing that. So thank you for putting that up there. I was scared at first. I'm yeah. like, what in the hell? More typing what? More reading what? And then when it came up, I was like, oh, this this is great. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we can throw our notes in there and then, you know, we can update it in real time, stick links in and do things and, you know, whatever. That, I think, has been really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I was going to tell you, I uh, mentioned that Dusty Road podcast earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, that was first season, episode four. Uh, we got that from a fan. We had done yeah. a top ten on the NWA, I think. Well, actually, we hadn't done a top ten. We were talking about the NWA. Uh, maybe that's what it was. Anyway, we had left Dusty off. No, it's people that should have had a title. I don't know. Go back and listen. But all I know is a fan had written in. Uh, uh, Dave Selby wrote in, uh, a friend of mine that I've known, uh for many, many years. I haven't seen him for many, many years. He doesn't live in this area. Uh, he's a veteran. Thank you, Dave, for serving this country. And all vets, thank you while I'm saying that right now. Thank you very much. Proudly serving this country. But uh, yeah, Dave sent that and said something like, how can you guys leave Dusty Rhodes off of that list? And he just sent it on Twitter. And I think Professor and I um, just wrote back and forth like, you know what? Because we had agreed Dusty didn't need whatever it was we was pushing at that time. We was like, he was a man, he'd done this, he'd done that, and we're like, hell, we could think of ten things. We had like a million things, of course, why we like Dusty or why we love Dusty. So that came from a fan, um, kind of like uh, we got back on the air after this COVID thing. Like I said, we explained, you know, what kind of happened on, on a few episodes ago, season four, this season, about uh, five or six episodes ago with uh, everything going. We come back to COVID. Everyone knows what the hell is going on. Well, no one knows what the hell is going on. I'll say that much. Yeah. But uh, a fan wrote in. Uh, wrote me something. Jeremy blended in. I think it was Chad out West Virginia. So why why aren't you guys doing one? You know, like yeah, you know, why not? We started back, but we had some downtime there, and we're back now. We're still like I said, we're trying to grow our account, um, like you always do. But also, I hope that people realize uh, when you go back, if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, I want to give Tex a shout out. Hope he's doing okay. But um, we've got some older stuff on the uh, YouTube channel. That's at uh, TinyURL dot com slash bb bb video uh, go to i think there are like over eight thousand subscribers on there but there's some killer killer good stuff that's been put together that the professor and i are just you know talking about ranting and raving and ranking uh-huh. and, and uh, uh, prof- uh text put it with some uh, video footage and things like that it's, it's really cool man so we got a lot of people that away but we just want to keep growing our account our twitter account or our you know a joint account um just so we can get people i think there's a lot of people that would really enjoy this podcast once they get a taste of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we just got to get a bigger reach. That's all we're, that's what I'm trying to say. We need a bigger reach out there, folks. So tell a friend by God. Yeah. Well, you I, know, I think, I think that five months we took off, I think it fucking killed us actually. 
Oh, yeah. 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 No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I mean, but we had that agreement. We were going to do 18 yep. months. We both kind of hit the 18-month mark. We kind of was – I don't know if we was burnt out. We was like, ah, okay, whatever. Well, there was a lot of um, shit going on. There you... was a lot going on between yeah. both of us, yes. Nothing personal with us. No. That was the first thing people thought we had heat. It was like, no, there was no heat, really. It was just we was like shit was happening, life was happening, whatever. And then finally some things happened. We got back together. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just shit happens. <laughs> That's kind of what happened, man. Yeah, I mean that's that's the long and the short of it right there. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much how it goes. You know, what was the thing I was going to ask? You know, Bobby, I was we've got that list of show ideas coming up. Yep. And I want to kind of, you know, I don't know how often we're going to do biographical sketches on people, but I obviously I like doing research and a couple of these I'd like to do. But I'm going to throw out some names, and if anybody listening wants to add some in here, Bobby, if if you notice somebody's missing, let me know at some point, but I was thinking Abdullah the Butcher, Bam Bam yes. Gordy, The Sheik, The Crusher, Dick the Bruiser, Bruno, Vern Gagne, because you know what, man, he's like disappeared from history. Like nobody really talks about Vern Gagne, and they should. Yeah. 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 Okay. The greatest of um, all time, Nick Bockwinkle. There you go. Ricky Dozan, I think would be a lot of fun to read. I mean, it'd be a lot of research, but I think it'd be fun to research. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. We could we still got that one slot. Maybe we can try that um, you know, in the next few weeks mm-hmm. once we get our top ten. We've we've like I said earlier, if we don't if we don't do an interview, maybe we go ahead and, and, and put that in there, you know what I'm saying? Do it and like I said, the one I was reading a few weeks ago was on that Mike Monahan read, I mentioned that, but he, yeah. he was talking about the Sheik, and I know we've got some other people coming up in our top tens and stuff. But yes, yeah, so you want to do a a, a biographical type uh, to remember some of these people. Um, I can't think of it. I add to it off the top of my head right now, but I hope someone, um, you know, like um, Sparks, you know, he was telling me about that book, uh, uh, Lynn, Lynn Denton's book, you know, yeah. The Grappler. May, maybe if you're out there listening, and, and I hope you are, um, send in someone, if you read their autobiography, you know, and you said, hey, I'd like to see you guys, you know, do some stuff on this guy, you know, uh, send it in. I think you're a good list started right there. Um I know, I know we got some stuff coming up. Not to give anything away, but uh, as I mentioned earlier, Brody, I know we got some other stuff right along that. That uh, name wise, who's going to yep. be on our top tens? Should we mention those or not? Because I know we're going to do movies and, and uh, enhancement talent and uh, TV shows. Those will be some fun episodes. Just you know, in the coming next few weeks. But we also have some more people along the lines of Bruiser Brody. Should we mention them or not? Well, go ahead. And, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're going to do Abdullah the Butcher, yep. and we're going to do the Sheik, yep. and that's the three people we're going to do top tens on already. But now we might have a spot for a, um, what'd you say, a, 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 biog- a biography on them or something? Yeah, or, just like a little biographical uh, sketch. I mean, basically. Biographical sketch, okay. Yeah, it would just be like, you know, we kind of go through their lives and comment on things that happen. And, you know, guys like, you know, Bam Bam, probably be nice to talk a little bit about them, you know. You know what I did, Jeremy, last night? I listened to the Butter Landell. We need to talk about the episode. I posted on Twitter. It's on there. It was episode. I don't know what episode it was, but it's basically called. We we need to talk about Buddy and Barry. 
and we had an episode where we talked about um, Buddy Landau. I told a couple funny stories about uh, interaction between Buddy and myself, and then we talked about Barry uh, Wyndham, what a, a tremendous talent he was mm -hmm. uh, with and without the horsemen and, and just – anyway, I listened to that last night. It was really good. We need to do something like that. That would be really good. Go back and, and, like you said, maybe Bam Bam Gordy would be a good one to start with. I don't know who, but we can go back and, and like I said, just tell some stories and stuff and, and, and uh, put something together like that. So if you got a suggestion, again – Call the Anchor FM and, and, and cuss us out or something, or hit us up uh, on Twitter, uh, me at BobbyBlaze744, Jeremy at the Geekish Cast, or the Bell to Bell Blaze on uh, Twitter, and, and leave us a message or some names you'd like to hear, because we really get into this, and sometimes we have more than a week to prep, and sometimes we don't, but um, we like to, uh, I know Jeremy loves the research, and um, and he does very good at it, but also we, we send each other uh, a link to something else, and, and, you know, like, oh, okay, I'll read this article, and I can't remember who it was while we was doing that, uh, that list, I don't know if it's uh, WWE or if it's NWA, one, I just really got in, I was reading a person's story, I was like, oh, shit, this is some stuff I didn't know, you know, yeah. um, and I know it was like, uh, even on the pre-NWA, I didn't know all them names, I only heard a few of them, you know. So uh, maybe someone out there right now, if you know, I think we probably got some Terry Bam Bam Gordy fans in our listening audience out there, um, and I'm damn sure know we got some Brody ones. And uh, we're not going to be doing some kind of dark side of the ring either, guys. No. We're not trying to copy that. We're not. This is going to be for fun and do a top ten reason why we love them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, love everyone uh, with or without their perfections or, or or whatever. We're trying. We're not trying to do a dark side. We're going to make it like you. If you ever heard any of our top tens, and if you haven't, go back and listen now. I think you'll enjoy them. We like to make them fun and enjoyable, not down and uh, whatever. So you know. And yeah. that's not dig for the dark side, nothing like that. Um, but we had some names, and we said, man, we need to do a top ten on Brody. And the next week we talked, like, hey, Bobby, how about Abby? Like, yeah, chic, you know. So we were like, okay, we got some we got some material together. Anyway, that's that's where things are headed. Anything else, Professor, while we're cleaning house today? I'm, I'm just drawing off the uh, – trying to get more of fan, um, our wrestling family and fans – uh, get you all more interaction with us. You know, you know there is like there is one thing I want to comment on. And I, uh, I think I might just be done for the week after this. But, um, you know, Nate from the Wide Men Can't Jump, he's doing that yeah. uh, greatest wrestlers of all time. He's running them in like a round robin tournament. And I, I, you know what, for the most part on Facebook, I keep my fucking mouth shut because, you know, I, I know I can come off like an opinionated asshole at times, blah, blah, blah. Well, he had Luthez against Adam Cole. The, the, and this is like, we're talking, this is still first round. I mean, there's some hard calls in here, right? Okay. Well, some fucking knucklehead in there says that everybody from Luthez's era pales in, the com in comparison to everybody after 1994. Whoa. Now, <laughs> look, here's the thing. You'll hear, hear me say it all the time. Yes, matches in the past were at a slower pace and they come off a lot more boring now. But you can't say that a guy like Luthez pales in comparison to everybody after 1994. Okay, half the wrestling moves that were used in the uh, the 70s, 80s and 90s were invented by Luthez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Luthez united, I can't remember, 5 to 8 world titles into the National Wrestling Alliance title. Luthez was a legit badass who beat a handful of those guys in real shoot competitions to get those titles. Yeah. 
And yeah, you know, guys today, they're more athletic, they're quicker, but just like my grandson asking the other day, like, are you allowed to punch? A lot of this shit looks more like kickboxing with acrobatics than it does like wrestling these days. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, granted, an argument could be made that wrestling, you know, uh, a French chancery for an hour and a half is fucking boring. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, but you cannot say they pale in comparison. It was a different time. It was a different nah. thing. And everything is built off of that to this day. And the reason guys today, and this is how I signed off on my comment, the reason guys today look like giants is because they are literally standing on Luthez's shoulders. Damn. And, there you uh, go. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I don't think I personally attacked the guy besides saying that he sounded like he was losing his mind. But Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I just wanted well, to get that off my chest. No, I'm glad you did. Uh, what you sent me, the I watched last Sunday, I watched um, uh, cl- uh, this Battle of the Bells from Tampa, Florida. Oh, yeah. Like 1985. Everyone, it depends on what you like. I, I mean, I don't know who this particular was because I'm not on Facebook, but I'm just saying he's a wrestling fan. You can like different things. Like I said, you might not want to see someone in a face, a front chancery for an hour and a half or whatever. You may not watch, you know, uh, today's product. If, if I, I saw some clips this week and I, I, someone was jumping off someone's back and I was like, God, that's not even resembles, you know, when are they going to throw some pro wrestling on this, on this, yeah, this thing that's supposed to be wrestling anyway. Um, but I watched that uh, Battle of the Belts, and I the, there were some slower matches. There were some faster matches. There were some tag matches, mentioning the rules, like punching. You know what I'm saying? The, there was two referees used on that, on that card there in Tampa. Um, and several of them got, you know, when you threw a punch, you got reprimanded. You know, when you choked in the corner, you got the five count. You know, there are rules to follow. And then there's some of the tag team matches. Um, you know, there was action. I liked it. But they didn't go 100 miles a minute, and they didn't do the front chancery, you know, for five minutes. They they yeah. were in and out of holes, in and out of holes. So it depends on what people like, man. But but I think they've gotten so far away from the rules. I mean, I don't even know if they fucking – if you have to hold a rope like you used to in a tag match or if you don't. Um, I don't – the whole idea of some of them tag matches, I can't recall. It wasn't a Road Warrior match uh, because they just – the no. guys who was standing and went there and beat the hell out of Yeah, they just did what they wanted, yeah. But uh, the other, the tag matches, you know, you saw them legitimately. Uh, uh, it was the Guerrero brothers in the very first one against uh, Lynn Denton and um, uh, Savage, I think. Who was the guy? Not Randy uh, No, 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 it was Rip Oliver, wasn't it? Rip Oliver, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I, knew, I was going to say Rip Savage. Anyway, yeah, Rip Oliver. But what they did, when they cheated, the referee's back was turned, you know, certain ways. And when a baby face is trying to, you know, get that hot tag, they were they were cheating to 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 get them to sell, you know. Yeah. And it was just building up, building up. So when you follow those rules, you just don't see people in, in baseball or basketball or, or football. When they break a rule, they get a penalty, you know. So yeah. um, it makes it more interesting when everyone's working together. That's another thing. Uh, Monihan done a really good article, and I think – um, put this guy over. Uh, Ron Welch cannot ever not put him over. I think he just done a recent. I know Money Moneyham did uh, one on referees in pro wrestling, and I'm uh, thinking one of the most recent stud cast uh, at the Tennessee Stud. There, I think he's doing a special right now on referees. And I know we've done a top 10 referees before. We had Tommy Young up there, Mark Curtis up there. Um, shoot, who was in our who's a wrestler? We had Nick Patrick on there. Uh, we put. Uh, 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 Charlie Rob Charles Robinson on air, you know, them referees are important. So I'm just getting as like, it depends on what people like in this nap, but it's all built off. Like you said, it's built off the men's back, like 
standing on the shoulders of Luthez's, the Brunos, the the people we've talked about on this show before, you know, the the Ric Flairs and so I don't know. It just depends on what you like, but that's kind of my rant there. I liked in that that whole late seventies, early eighties to then the mid eighties hitting it like holy shit. Now I really love this stuff, you yeah. know. And it you know it goes in cycles, ups and downs, ups and downs. And um, there for a while, you just had that one product on TV. Now we're looking at, you know, of course with COVID things have kind of changed. We talk, I can't watch it without fans. But by the same token, I haven't watched much baseball without fans. I've listened on the radio a little bit to some baseball. I know boring. I get you. That's fine. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with football right now. I watch highlights of the basketball, but I just can't really do the whole no fan thing. So it's not a dig towards wrestling because uh, once these other sports started, it was more my personal. Eh, I'm not into that, man. i tell you what I would do, Jeremy. I'd yeah. like to see this. I see some these people where they do these cutouts. I, I know in L.A. Um, uh, some of the comedians talked about doing it. I don't know if they have or not, but um, uh, you can do these cutouts uh, where they put them cutouts of people in the stands. I'd like to put some prank people out there in the stands just to see if the cameras caught them. Like you pay for someone, you know, like make a cutout, life-size poster of someone and put it. I think it'd be funny if, if someone ribbed uh, Major League Baseball or something like that and they, you know, you can Put maybe Spuds McKenzie, you know, the the dog for the old Bud Light thing. Oh so, yeah, you know, just just the Three Stooges out there. I watched a, uh, it's a mad, mad, mad world the other day from like 1963, man. And there was some different cameos. Don Knotts was there. There was a Three Stooges was standing there playing fireman. Just then they had like a 10 second clip of a fire truck going by. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see something like that, just where someone makes a cameo. And maybe if if you've seen it, uh, I just haven't watched enough. I like to see behind home plate though a cameo of someone that just totally totally unexpected. You know what I'm saying? Or even in character, you know, that'd yeah, be funny. That um, would be. An uh, Alice Cooper in character from the '70s, maybe. You know what I'm saying? We're Alice Cooper fans. Can you see him back there in his makeup with the snake, a cutout from uh, Billion Dollar Babies or something, or Welcome to My Nightmare? And he's tipping his hat or whatever. And there's his cutout from that that time period. You know what I'm saying? That would be funny to me. Yeah, that would be, I don't know. that would be pretty good actually. You know, and that because of you're throwing out the cameo things. You know, Alice Cooper and Groucho Marx were like really tight golf buddies. Okay. Yeah, it, it just always something that sticks out in my mind is like this crazy thing, this idea that like somewhere Groucho Marx and Alice Cooper were hanging out having a beer. Yeah. You know, just yeah. that'd be a, like you walk <laughs> into a place and there they are, you know. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> What's kind of not right here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But but it'd be I don't know. It's just uh, I was just my sense of humor, I guess. I don't know who I'd like to, you know, even put. Uh, a, a cut out of the Hawkster back when, you know, in 85 or something from the first WrestleMania or him and Mr. T sitting there together or, 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 or Sylvester Sloan and, and, and uh, uh, the Hawkster and, and Mr. T or something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, uh, from Rocky. I don't know. Just something funny. Hell, or, or get the know. real Carl Weathers to come hang out. Cause there you go. Yeah. His, his joke now is that he's cheap and will do any acting job apparently, or, or okay. at least that's what they did with him in Arrested Development. So, I okay. don't know, yeah, I don't know if that was like a, a thing, like a character trait that had been picked out before or not, but that would be funny. Just yeah. like constantly make jokes about Carl Weathers doing shit for like a $10 payoff. Um, <laughs> see what I would do. You remember those old beer stands back in the eighties, uh, Elvira, Kathy Ireland. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, oh, I'd yeah. have, I'd have those out there. Well, that's what I'm talking about. When I yeah. say cutout, that's what I mean. Something like that is what I like to see a, a full size cutout. Yeah. Like yeah. That. 
But I mean, specifically, I'd have the, you know, Elvira and Kathy Ireland out I there. I got you. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of who else would be out there, man. Who else would you put out there? I like that. I, I said Alice Cooper because I knew you was a fan. Yeah. But hell, now that you put some women out there, whoo. Oh, yeah. Let's see. No, uh, well, you know, I met I met Elvira about 20 years ago. Okay. And uh, okay. she wasn't in makeup or anything. She was just like in street clothes. And she was yeah. one of the sweetest, coolest chicks I'd ever met. That's um, cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, who else could you put out there? Remember the mutant guys from the the second Planet of the Apes movie? The guys that have like the scarred up, fucked up face under their under their fake skin. Uh, fuck, I don't man. I, you're, I'm drawing a blank. My mind was somewhere. No, no, I don't. I should, but I don't. I'd get some shit like that out there. Um, <laughs> maybe let's see here. What would be what would be kind of funny? The Stooges would be good. Yeah, Captain Spock be out there. That'd be funny. Um, you know, in in him and him and Spock, you know, uh, Shatner and Spock in in uniform from Star Trek, you yeah, know, yeah, something like that. Um, who else? So you got Spock and Shatner out there. Uh, Pete Rose. Uh, oh God! Oh <laughs> no! You're off the charts right there. That, boom, boom, boom! There you go. Let's get right in with that. Yeah. Let's get a fucking out of Pete Rose at one of these baseball games. That would be the all-time best rib right there, man. Yeah. Like you know it, you're going to lose your job. Yeah. Some, it, you know what I'm saying? So your cameraman or someone that puts them props up, someone slid something like that in there, man, that would be great. Yeah. That would put a fucking Pete Rose prop out get there. Get him out there with like a dice cup in his hand or something, you know. Uh, fuck, that'd be great, man. That's a good one. That's a good call, Professor. We can't top that. Nope. <laughs> Listen, uh, on a serious note, folks, you hear it from me all the time. Uh, let's be careful out there. No one knows what the fuck is going on out there trying. You know, if you believe in science, please, man, wear your mask, wash your hands, you know, stay away from, you know, big crowds of people. So practice your social distancing, all that. But also before this COVID, you was hearing me say it. Um, it's a cold world out there. You know, it, some things you just get a cold boot in the ass and it, you got to move on. You know what, though? Let's try to be kind to each other. Um, just be nice to each other. It doesn't take anything to be nice to someone. So uh, I want to say this for mental health purposes, Professor, too. Yeah. Be kind to yourself, people. That's one of the things I was talking to my brother and nephew last night is how do you talk to other people? You don't talk to other people like you talk to yourself sometimes. So so give yourself a break sometimes. Yeah. These are trying times right now. So don't be so hard on yourself. This is to me, not just to all of our fans out there. I just kind of want to say that, uh, you know, I don't want to talk down to myself anymore. I want to try to, you know, I've done that in the past, and that's one of the things I try to practice now. Is I try to be more kind to myself, like not so judgmental on myself, man, because I forgive a lot of people uh, of different things. you got to forgive yourself of certain things, too. And I know the reason I say it, because it's damn since it's COVID and everyone's sleep schedule gets mixed up and messed up and this and that, a lot of just thoughts go through your head that you normally wouldn't go through your head so just be kind to yourself that that'd be my if you know someone be and, and you're kind to that person that you love and care for take the time to realize do it for yourself as well you know what i'm saying does that make sense oh it absolutely makes yeah. sense well, i hope so that's yeah. my message well, you know, and I think you and I talked about this a while back, like, you know, nobody's really talking about the the really deep down thing. Like, look, people are out of work and they're yeah. uncertain and they're scared and they're afraid of getting sick. But here's the thing we're, we're not even really dealing with yet. If you get sick, you might die and, yeah. and you don't see this shit coming. And, and you know, 
there is a lot. You know, people are like talking about like, you know, the protests in the streets. Look, we're a fucking tinderbox right now. It's only going to be a couple bad movements and shit catches fire, man. Yeah. And uh, that's one of those things, you know, you need to you need to pay attention to yourself. I mean, if you're yeah. having uh, you know what? Let's let's do this real let's quick. Let's do this. Uh, go ahead. I will say one more thing because I know where you're going. Well, I, I was going to say let's um, let's cover. There's a, a substance abuse and mental health services administration. Their phone number is one eight hundred six six two help. That that will be for you know alcohol abuse, drug problems, uh, depression management, things like that. One eight hundred six six two help. Um, if you are down and blue and feeling depressed and you're starting to have ideations of harming yourself, 1-800-SUICIDE. That's 1-800-784-2433. That's the National Hopeline Network. So if you're, if you're starting to cycle and your depression's getting out of control, give them a call. Uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-8255. Okay. The last one I'm going to throw out here now, if you're, you know, under 18 or whatever this number is, it's the National Youth Crisis Hotline, 1-800-448-4663. Those are phone numbers. I want you guys to write them down, keep them nearby, keep them, I mean, if, because like, uh, depression gets a hold of you in weird fucking ways and you don't even realize it's happening until it's out of control. I'm sorry, Bobby, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's, that's. What I was going to say is I thought that's where you was going, and I, I thought you – I was going to say we've done this before. Why don't you give out the National Suicide Hotline number, and you gave out all these numbers. So thank you. That that's We was just playing off each other. Mm-hmm. That was not playing people. I was just going to say, you know, people waking up anxiety and, 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 and dealing with anxiety and depression and everything going on. I was just going to say, and then you, when you said it, you, you did the right cutoff. And, and folks, uh, Jeremy just – Thank you so much for giving those numbers out, man, because I know we've, we've given out that National Suicide Hotline before, and I, I'm glad you gave it out again. So thank you so much. Um, that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say, give it out, because I didn't have it right in front of me, but I uh, appreciate that very much. Yeah. So and I hope I, our fans do, too. Yeah. Well, and those are all American phone numbers. If you're in a different country, the numbers may be different, and I'm sorry for not having them uh, ready at hand. But, you know, primarily that's John from across the pond, and he seems to be in an okay mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, John, big shout out there. Here you go. Yeah. But yeah, um, thank you. And I think our fans need to hear that sometimes. And we want to treat our fans like family. Uh, especially show, you know, I think we've got a, a, a pretty good people that do interact with us. We'd like to have some more interaction. And, uh, you know, we appreciate it, man. And um, I've had a couple people talk to me about this show that, you know, they really look forward to it and it helps them, you know, yeah. uh, get by through their week. And I've got several podcasts I listen to that I look forward to that on my on that certain schedule. You know, as of right now, we're trying to schedule ours uh, to come out on Tuesday mornings. Now, sometimes life happens, but for the most part, it comes up Tuesday mornings. And I look forward to hearing the playback. I always do. It's the first one I listen to on a, on a Tuesday. But uh, we know you expect these, and we want to try our best to keep putting them out there. That's kind of why we had this house cleaning one. So we didn't have to do any, a lot of research and stressing and stuff this week. We just kind of planned it. And like I said, we've got the next seven or eight episodes planned out. We've got to do some research on this and that, but we're open to suggestions for more, too. Because, um, you know, we want this to be fun and, and enjoyable for you fans. 
and uh, appreciate you all taking the time to listen. And this is Bobby Blaze. I'm just going to say bye. Let the professor take us out of here, man. Hopefully he don't gimmick me a fucking coconuts, chair shots, or guitar shots. Yeah, I, I, I think even I can't really close the show on two Helia moment after handing out all the depression and suicide phone yeah, numbers because yeah, yeah. that's just too much of a mood whiplash. And, uh, you know, next week, next week, I'll close out with something a little meaner. Uh, for this week, you. you know, you guys just take care of yourselves and, and your loved ones. And uh, for myself, Professor Jeremy Vilmer and Bobby Blaze, uh, bye-bye, everybody.